people love to get tans in uh, Grinnell before. Yeah, I think it was like prom. I remember people talk about getting their prom tan, but I feel like they probably that did it before other me. dances as well. But it was definitely like prom. And it's like, it just, I mean, uh, step one, surface level one doesn't make any sense. Next level down, like it doesn't make any sense either. It doesn't make any sense all the way down. But like, well, I don't know what, like, what's the look that you're going for? Because it's not like you're wearing a bikini or something to prom. You're wearing one of those like neon, uh, uh, like mermaid dresses, which. Oh, you're talking about the girls that would. Was this was this only girls that would get tan, or is this girls and there boys? Were, there were probably guys sometimes too, but I I don't know. But it's definitely they, a, a girl thing. Are they are they fake tanning, or are they tanning booth, or are they sit getting out into the sun the sunshine for this? Uh, I would say spray fir- on probably the first two. I feel like the the last one, the real sun. Is probably not effective enough. Yeah, in, it's too in, weak. In like, literally in, in like January and February. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't make sense. But like, what's the? I don't understand. Too like, what was the look that they were going for? Because they wear those. The, the popular thing, at least when we were in high school, I don't know if this was popular in Cedar Rapids, but I remember people wore. I, I believe they're called mermaid dresses. And they're like those, uh, I, I think they're probably mostly like floor length or like ankle length or, you know, it's longer one, but it's like the style of dress that it's just like, this is, is that, only a prom dress. Nobody would gown? ever wear this like gown. Is that the word? When you, is, what might, is, is it a gown once it's past your feet and it's dress otherwise? Pro- probably floor length. I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I think people called them a mermaid dress, so it probably wasn't a gown. I think of tr- Shelly says trumpet is another word, uh, hmm. but and it's like I think the point is to like it literally is supposed to make you look like a mermaid, right? Sort of. That's the look of it. I think you're gonna need a like yeah. a, a super important part of looking like a mermaid is like the, the fishtail. Like that's like the part. Yeah. That's gonna make you. Well, that's what they d- d- made. D- I think. Shelly said it's to accentuate an hourglass look, but I, I like as I recall it, ha- it was they have fins. Do it was the girls like say, tight down have to fins? the ankles. I mean, it would be tight no. down to your ankles. Like I think that's kind of how I remember it going. Like I think it was like one of those. T- it starts as like a tube top. <laughs> that's probably not the formal term for it. What's the formal term for a tube top dress, Shelly? Uh, I don't think that's the word. She said body con. That doesn't sound any better. So let's just stick to guy term. Okay. It's a tube top dress. You know, it doesn't have straps or anything. It's just a, it's a tube top. Every, I guarantee you everybody knows what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. I don't know why you make such a big deal out of saying the word tube top. Well, because I know that (laughs) it's not the right term. Isn't it? But it starts like that and then it's a big old tube all the way down. (laughs) It's a tube all the way down to your ankles. But I think like it, you know, your legs are, your ankles are skinnier than your hips and your abdomen and stuff like that. So it gets thinner all the way down. So, so it does the, give a mermaid appearance, as I recall. And it would, it, like, it would like billow out at the feet. Possibly, possibly, yeah. Or Because you need to have, you need to have and, the fin. And, well, to, yeah, you have the fin, but the fin is, the reason you notice the fin is because it's, 
it's thinner before the fin. Right. Right. Yeah. But but yeah, but the fin is your feet, sort of. I love Which how, it kinda has that look. Yeah. But anyway. Grinnell, but, Iowa, there's a bunch of the, all the white girls <laughs> would suddenly get dark and turn into fish for prom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's exactly what I'm saying. That is what would happen. Everybody puts on their fish costume and you're like, Well, if I want to have a mermaid look, which I don't know the history of mermaids, but I feel like it's like maybe like an Irish thing or like a Northern Atlantic type of thing. You know, that's like where the mythology of it comes from. I feel like they weren't like uh, super tan in like, I don't know, Belfast or wherever this Iceland or wherever this may have. So uh, you, you have mo- mostly a like a, uh, like a, for, for, a criticism coming from a historical accuracy <laughs> standpoint than anything else <laughs> yeah like, I can deal like, with... this isn't tra- this isn't you know, traditionally <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a traditional mermaid actually yeah. i prefer the term uh siren yeah th- well the sirens that's that's like mediterranean is it no i don't think so is it yeah like greek I th- mythology i, I thought stuff. sirens was like pirates of the caribbean type stuff you know well wait you just said Medi- do you say caribbean or did you say mediterranean i said mediterranean I don't think there was mermaids. Yeah, in the like the sirens that like the freaking like sang out to Odysseus, dude. Like, oh, that was, like, that's right, that's right, that's true. Where that comes from? Those I feel the like sirens. they had them elsewhere as well, though. <laughs> yeah, fictional sirens <laughs> franchise. It was strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's true. I forgot about uh, Greek people. Maybe though, and they're yeah. mermaids. Yeah. Well, maybe those were. I don't know. Maybe they were tan. I, mean, I feel like you can't be tan if you're um, if you're living under the water. Isn't that the, the whole thing? The sirens would hang out on, on the island is the thing though. So I think there's an important distinction. But I thought it was like during a during a tempest, and they're like, hmm. "Come closer, boys. <laughs> it's we're not only come closer, fellas. We're not only uh, uh hot, but we're also uh Good safety from safety oh. from the storm. Right? Yeah. It's like dang." Wow, but, wow, dude! Look, it's a mermaid. They saved us. Thank you, mermaid. Also, oh dang, you're very, you're very sexy. Uh, <laughs> drag me down under the water and kill me, or whatever. It they is did. so funny that like they they were like they like lashed themselves to the mast and like they literally like, tied out tied themselves up because or else they would turn into the mask and go, ooga! <laughs> they're just sailing past the rocks. That rocks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's what they did. The the pirates did. Yeah, that. they would like the. I'm talking about. <laughs> the, well, the pirates of the Greeks, the Greek pirates. Yeah, like the soldiers Any, returning him. Anybody who's on a boat, to the me is a pir- pirate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would fill their ears with like beeswax and such, so they couldn't hear them. And uh, <laughs> that's babe, cool. Babe, not now. I'm uh, I'm sailing. <laughs> wow nice yeah. yeah i took i took a classic myth in college because mitch said it was easy and then it was so hard yeah, yeah. i recall you talking about that i took a mythology class in high school in fact probably nice. around prom prom time in, in to, your, get, in to your, get you in the mood <laughs> to yeah. prepare for prom in in your myth. Ben went as a minotaur to prom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they had a, uh, a uh, what's the Lord of the, C.S. Lewis, Lord of the Rings? What's it called? Narnia. The, I, 
I think they had a Narnia dance one time. <laughs> I'm not Damn. joking. I'm pretty sure they had a. Uh, you know what that was sounds the, uh, lame as fuck, dude. <laughs> they had they they had the uh, girls ask the guys dance in the winter. And that was the year. Narnia prom. <laughs> they had like themes for it. I remember. Okay. Uh, I okay. I you know I've I've discussed this on the show. I didn't go to any of the dances, so I I only you know heard of <laughs> heard of okay. this. But. You know, before yeah, you everybody judge. was dressed up as a goat. Whatever, Ben. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Sick. You know, people have been, you know, maybe maybe people have been secretly judging me all these years since I first admitted that on the podcast. Well, turns out I was the I was actually the anti nerd because I didn't go to Narnia prom or Star Wars, uh, prom or whatever or whatever they call the girl dance, the girls ask the guys dance, which. That doesn't make any sense to me, but ours was, oh, called, it was called WPA. It was called, called Whirl. WPA? WPA? Wait, are you serious? Yeah, women pay all, and so I, I believe that. <laughs> I think I, I, I basically called it the women must pay dance. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? That's what it was called. Women pay all dance. Yeah. <laughs> women must pay, dude. <laughs> That was a school-sponsored name? Yeah. WTA. Wait, I never... Okay, I always figured that that kind of stuff was just a... Uh, you know, that's just a tradition. It wasn't a school-mandated. School <laughs> Women must be. <laughs> that's good. It must answer for themselves. I, I feel like the cultural... I just remember the... Uh, I think this is right. The the more like broader cultural name for that dance is the uh, the Sadie Hawkins dance, but I have no idea who yeah. Sadie Hawkins is if that's a person. Imagine I feel like it's probably so. from a a play or a musical well, or something, but who knows? I mean, it would be pretty embarrassing if it, she was like a super famous feminist and we didn't know. Let's see. I don't think that's embarrassing that we don't know who this person is, even if they're famous. Because it sounds like they're not that famous. Oh, it is. It is a. She is a fictional character. Nice. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, a comic strip. Um, a comic strip. Okay. In Lil Abner, Sadie Hawkins was the daughter of Hezekiah Hawkins, one of Dog Patch's earliest settlers, and quote the homeliest gal in all them hills. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She grew frantic waiting for suitors until she reached age 35 and was still a spinster, and her father was worried about her living at home for the rest of her life. In desperation, he called together all the unmarried men of Dogpatch and declared it Sadie Hawkins Day. A foot race was decreed with Sadie pursuing the town's eligible bachelors. She was specifically interested in a handsome boy named Adam, who was already in a courtship with Teresa, whose father was the area's largest potato farmer. So this is basically what Grinnell was, I think, um, when you were growing up, right? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very close. Huh. Okay. I'm glad. Nice. Yeah. I feel like calling it a Sadie Hawk or calling it the Sadie Hawkins dance back whenever that was named is probably as embarrassing as if you did like a uh I don't know, some anime character today. <laughs> Hatsune Miku dance or whatever. <laughs> Like, yeah, like the don't Naruto ever, <laughs> don't ever let some around. like uh, some boomer or greatest generation person or whatever tell you that anime. Yeah, it was is it was the classic for losers. Yeah, wholesome 
days yeah yeah you were all doing a comic strip you all you're all yeah. being you're all being uh dust bowl weebs or whatever yeah Ar- archie is archie bunker the name of a is that a tv character or is that the comic strip person could be a comic strip person or like a president um no it's from a t it's from a tv thing mm. all in the family all in the family I who f- what's archie's last name from archie comics andrews archie andrews yes all right this is stuff that oh it's a big that was the old guy yeah yeah, this is the kind of stuff my dad would talk about when I was a kid. And then when I got older, I realized like it's, like, like, it's, a, this... like it's an obvious fact of life or something that's like yeah. immutable and universal to know about. But the other weird thing my dad would do that I've come to realize as I've gotten older is he would reference things that existed way before his age. Like he'd reference things that as if they were a thing of his childhood. And then I'd find out they were from like the right. 19, they're from like the 1930s. It's like, this is older than my my grandpa, what? Why are you talking about this with me? Why are you? Pre- it's like you're cosplaying, being born in like I don't know the, the Great Depression or something. Yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of like you know like um, that's that that that'd be like us. I don't know, saying like the Vietnam no. War would be yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, like it, it kind of one. kind of implying that like yeah that we went over to, over to Vietnam or something. It's like you know yeah. it was like really hard and. To fight in the Vietnam War. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you yeah. trying to take credit? Yeah. It'd be, that would be very funny to like try to take credit for being in the Vietnam War <laughs> <laughs> in the future. And not like, well, and not realize that it's uh, not a good thing. Not the right, kind of thing exactly. that anybody wants to take credit for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was over there all the time, dude. I was there. Yeah, I was the I was kind of like the main guy, I would say. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was the main guy in, in <laughs> Vietnam, <laughs> not knowing anything. About <laughs> everyone, everyone was hunting for for me. Yeah, kind of looking out for. Yeah, everybody knew me back there. Um, okay, so today is officially our four year anniversary. Nice, as we discussed, and we've. Um, We've been in Dr. Skeleton's art school for four years. We've completed four years of Dr. Skeleton's art school. Does that mean we've graduated? Uh, Are we receiving a degree of some sort? I, I guess. At, th- at this point, or are we doing a super se- <laughs> a series of super senior? Yes, years. super senior. Sorry, I, I'm laughing. I tried to pull up. I tried to pull out my phone to pull up the uh, the list. Did you Did you hear the music that was auto playing on my phone when I? unlocked it very briefly what was it <laughs> oh it was uh it was just the uh the end of curb your enthusiasm <laughs> i i don't really know why it was on my phone but it was just the curbs curb song i don't, I don't remember the real name of it sorry that yeah i mean yeah i'm sure it has a name but that's what it should be known as yeah you were i, I woke up this morning and one, and one of the first things i thought of for some reason is that like how funny it would be like to kind of realize that you Ben are like the author of reality in, in, in like a very strange way. Like you, you are pulling all the strings because I think, I think I saw like all these, I've been seeing a bunch of tweets about police story now. And now it's like another entry in this, um, ongoing 
uh, thing where it seems like what we talk about on the podcast is like turned into reality. And mm. um, <laughs> I don't know what, but like you just like having the curb your enthusiasm theme, like follow you around in real life is <laughs> another one of those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what were you looking up? Were you, you looking? Oh, I was just pulling up. I was just pulling up my notes, which as soon as I opened my phone, I re- remembered is it's just a blank Google keeps. <laughs> so I, I went over to, to Slack to yeah. steal your notes as well. But I do yeah. have, well, I guess we were, we were congratulating ourselves. Oh on, yes. Let's uh, go back to that. The, the fourth anniversary of this mm-hmm. podcast. To this the little, day, because it's this the little 13th, thing yeah. of ours, you might say. We founded this school with one um, r- purpose, I think. We're working on that. We will get back to you on that purpose at some point. Mm. Anything to say? Any special remarks about our... As we pass into one of you? Any, any possible reason to turn... To, 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 to have brought this up? Um, um, I don't have much. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> We can, we'll save it. I'll save my thoughts for the fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big blowout. Which will be a big one. That'll be a of big course. one. Of course. Every year we've done, we've done something bigger and bigger. And of course, this year it was uh, mistaking the fourth anniversary for three uh, weeks in a row. We've been remarkably consistent with our content. I'll say this. We've been very consistent putting out the content, which I, I heard guess some- you've mostly con- you've confirmed that for me i wasn't <laughs> i somehow wasn't aware of that that we do we have had an episode every week yeah you've been you've been on every episode as far as i know that's true it's not the case for me that's will true. there I ever mean, be you've been on like 99 percent. yeah well i know but will but you're on 100 percent. so that's quite notable so will there will there ever be a ben episode i'm not saying that i want that i'm just you know, maybe that's something the listeners can think about. Will Do you have the password? Are you able to? <laughs> would there no. could there be? A <laughs> don't even know the. No, I think I mean honestly, I don't know where they go anymore because I just <laughs> they just they just pop up on my uh, on my podcast app mm-hmm. feed later on, and I'm like, wow, it's a new, <laughs> it's a it's exactly what I said a couple hours ago, and now it's. <laughs> It's, now so it's here. officially productionized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somebody say in the last week, uh, it's it's about batting average, not home runs, and I think that is uh, about the only possible philosophy we can sp- way we can spin this uh, four years of doing this mm-hmm. every single week. <laughs> yep. That it's about we're we're lunch pail podcasters you know and someday we will get on base well I, yep. that's even so it's not even batting average it's about at bats <laughs> at bats yeah there you go at bats it's about about at bats not batting average who's who's the uh like cal ripkin wasn't he the uh you know show Most up to ev- show up to every game king yeah probably not even at bats i think you just well i guess that's part of it you got to get an at bat but just have to appear in every game yeah like the iron was part of his nickname or something? The Iron, the Dome. Iron baseball player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us. Yep. Someday I will, I will have an 
ungodly amount of hours of my voice recorded and put out on the internet. I guess that I would probably long reached that point. Hmm. Um, Zoe told me a funny story this week <clears throat> from from her childhood. So uh, this is about a kid who showed up to her like summer school class, and he w- he had been gone for gone for a week, um, um, and he said he was on. Well, everybody assumed he was on vacation, and he said, "No, I wasn't on vacation." It, and this was right around the time that the uh, remember those Mazda Zoom Zoom commercials mm-hmm. came out. He said that he was so out, fi- yeah, out filming those commercials, and he was he was the Zoom <laughs> Zoom guy. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> That'd be very cool. Aren't they like? I I I feel like. I came to know somehow that they're they're like filmed in New Zealand or something. It's like a very zoom, I recall zoom. like the when the when the dude says zoom zoom, it's like a a big coastal type shot. And for some reason, I had it in my mind that the coast was New Zealand or Australia or something like that. Yeah, we I could have asked Jack. Yeah, and he also so so. <laughs> it's funny that he picked that too because then I don't know if he just like had to like commit to the bit or whatever but um he he drove he he ended up driving a mazda once he became uh old enough to drive and then nice. he and i actually drove the same make and model of mazda protege 5 his was silver and mine was bright yellow oh um, nice yeah nice that was a cool cool ass car wait when did you see those commercials as a kid because you didn't watch tv uh yeah i had to i had to look it up Oh, okay. That's a. You don't have any. You don't remember it as a kid. That's. I pro- no. I probably saw them as a kid some at some point, but not in on like TV. I they probably saw them uh, online or something. Mm, interesting. I recall they would they would be played during uh, Sur- Survivor. I watched the first couple seasons of Survivor with my family. My mom was my mom was into Survivor. We probably watched it like maybe two or three years in a row back when uh, you know. It'd be like, I think it'd come come out on like Wednesday and we'd have church, church night on Wednesday. So she would record Survivor on VHS and then we'd watch the VHS version when we got back home. Nice. And then get very pissed when it would accidentally record like the last half of the news and then only the first like (laughs) 80% of the Survivor episode. Yeah. yeah. Also remember in Survivor, okay, a little 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 extra Survivor tidbit. I remember Survivor one time there was an episode where in the middle of the episode it broke to a a black screen with a little card that said viewer or like basically viewer discretion advised, but it said like the following scene uh depicts like I don't know, extreme human whatever injury or something like that and my parents paused the vhs and they told me and my three siblings to leave the room and for some for some reason i just remember that they sent us to the garage <laughs> so we, we stood Children, in the gar- go to the garage. garage we were gonna watch an injury <laughs> yeah we we stood in the garage and they watched they watched the injury happen and it was and then they my dad came out he's like you can come in and then my parents were like well that was kind of stupid it was just a guy he just burnt himself on the fire (laughs) on the fire pit he just burnt his hand and then he 
he ran into the ocean and then the like the hospital people came and picked him up and we were like it's just there cool too. can we watch this part and they were like no i don't want to watch it again you can just watch <laughs> from watch from where we are right now <laughs> yeah i mean that's just there to to like that's just there as like an editing trick to build suspense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, hold on. There's a new taco from ta- from <laughs> from Taco John's. You need to go stand in the garage. I need to hear about. Th- yeah. This is their. This is a very special <laughs> offer that they, they have for Taco John's. Children, close your eyes. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Was there? Was there hushed conversation about what you? What, what the three of you thought the injury might be? Oh man, I th- I think his I, I I bet his leg falls off. No way. We, we thought he was gonna get his arm eaten off by a crocodile. Oh, that I do. Cool. I I remember that, and my parents also thought that. I was bet gonna he's gonna be too. assassinated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be a style <laughs> a terrorist attack yeah. <laughs> on, on the island. The the uh, first season where there are no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, survival is pretty pretty dumb. There should be a, a reality show where like the setup is for the for the entire season is like a pretty run of the mill game show, but then there's a terrorist attack in the in the in the, in the season finale. That's my Ooh. pitch. The uh, what's the Robert Pattinson movie? The nine eleven Robert Pattinson movie. Yeah, it's called like, like Stand. It's not Stand by Me, me. or something. <laughs> remember me, yeah. Stand by me. That could have ended with nine eleven too. That would have been interesting. Uh, but yeah, remember me. Do remember me. But it's a, it's a, yeah, reality what show. Saying mm-hmm. reality show. Except, well, I feel a little. It would be bad if it was a real terrorist attack. I think there should be more movies like Remember Me. I, I, I enjoy that kind of ending. You know, I enjoy the, finding uh, out that it's on nine eleven. The well, uh, just uh, you know, we are talking uh, about nine eleven again. The village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Everybody wants the hits on the milestone episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they show they show up to the to the show. Make <laughs> Ben bring up the movie you don't you don't know the name of it. It's about nine eleven. Oh yeah. <laughs> How was that movie? <laughs> crowd goes wild yeah well since we're talking since we're talking we're we're, we're 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 um entering uh film criticism territory and i think that yep this is something i want to talk about because i ran across this review this week of the show the mosquito coast um and i do not know how i ran across this i think who knows who knows but I'm not really one to read a lot of reviews or whatever. So I'm not really up on film criticism or TV criticism, whatever. But um, this is a review of this show called The Mosquito Coast, which is an Apple TV original with Justin Theroux in it. And Zoe and I watched the first episode because of how pissed off I got at this review. And it actually seems like it's a pretty good show. But the... um, this article's written by Matt Zoller Seitz, and I think he is like a big deal in the like the the criticism space or like the like whatever. I think he's like a a big deal because I was I, I didn't read the byline until just now, and I was kind of worried that like oh is this going to be some like 
unknown that whatever is just trying to just trying to mm. trying to get by. But I would just want to read this little uh little uh little section here. So the headline is called The Mosquito Coast is filled with unpleasant wisdom. Despite its undeniable quality, the Mosquito Coast might have trouble finding a wide audience for a couple of reasons. First, this new Apple TV Plus saga of a brilliant, resourceful, and charming, but borderline megalomaniac, uh, megalomaniacal inventor named Ali Fox, Justin Thoreau, living off the grid with his family is an anti-hero-driven production, characteristic of prestige TV from 10 or more years ago. Um, so basically he's saying, oh, uh, imagine if the whites on Breaking Bad had to go to the, go on the run. So he's saying that... Um, that that the that a problem with the show might be that uh it's it's reminiscent of uh older TV shows with an anti-hero. Second and most and perhaps more more important is the PTSD trigger effect. And I read that and I was like, "Oh shit. What is what is going on with uh with this? Like what is what is it's like a super intense like content-wise show?" It's the PTSD trigger effect. When you watch the Mosquito Coast, you're watching the improvised misadventures of a charismatic but unhinged patriarch who keeps getting the people he's sworn to sworn to care for into trouble, avoiding exposure, capture, or death through a mix of audacity, low cunning, and dumb luck, then blowing up the family's equilibrium. Rinse, repeat. Audiences lived through this TV series for four plus years in real life. <laughs> And so apparently the PTSD that we're talking about here is Trump as president. That's the <laughs> the trauma hey. <laughs> that this guy's talking about. And that pissed me off so much that like uh TV shows need to be about nice people doing good things. Otherwise, if it's not a nice person doing a good thing, that's trauma because Trump was president. <laughs> and and then I remembered who this th- this Matt Solar Sites guy go- is like a wild blue check lib on on Twitter and stuff to mm. to, to to no surprise here, and uh, got me thinking more. Like anytime I hear about like the trauma of having Trump as the president for four years, nothing nothing makes me like roll my eyes harder than hearing that. Um, but then it got me thinking like, I guess it's kind of real. In the way, because it did seem to have like broken a lot of people's brains, or like you know this person's mm-hmm. brain. Like, what do you call trauma that is like your own fault, and like that's a, that's a self that's a self inflicted L on your part. Hmm. Like, I feel like calling it calling trauma it is calling it trauma is the thing that someone calls it when you kind of really you want to be in on something but you don't have a more in this case you don't have a more legitimate claim yeah to it. like maybe you like, want to there were people that did have their lives very negatively materially affected by him and affected during that generation so if all if all you're talking about is just uh kind of being mad looking at twitter every day that's the only thing you're upset about yeah i don't know it's right right yeah it's it's almost like a a face saving mechanism to say that like uh 
yeah you just like you just were mad online for four years is yeah. what you did and now you're trying to make excuses for why you were mad online for four years and you're saying oh what that was 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 trauma yeah because if it was any of those other things you would say it's one of those other things um, right. you know, I got, I literally got deported or separated from my family or some of my family got, you know, blockaded in another country or whatever else. Uh, you would say those things. You would say, ah, drama. <laughs> Audiences lived through this TV series for four plus years in real life. <laughs> nice. All right. All talking right. about band of brothers or <laughs> i don't know any other historical drama yeah so this is just i think just somebody who's but like but but i guess then my point then is real where like i don't to some extent the trauma is real because you're uh you are like changed by it and you and like you you seem to have like made a big psychological impact on you here but yeah um yeah anyway i opened the my first phone again and it's right. playing the stupid curb your enthusiasm <laughs> song i don't know what's going on it keeps going back to the curb youtube video you got Every hacked time. there's like a laughing Sorry. skull on your screen and it's saying boom boom it says executive <laughs> produced by yeah. larry david it yeah. literally just keeps going back i close my phone i'm on a different screen and then I open it back up, and it keeps going back to the curb thing and turning up the volume. Yeah, you might be hacked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like it would be like a somebody would do as a, a, a prank, make, make a make a prank prank bug thing. Yeah, I got my phone stu- now. Whenever I try to lock my phone, it just goes to the camera instead. Oh, and that's that's annoying. Yeah, the little double tap thing on. Yeah, but it but it yeah it reads it reads single tap as double tap now. Oh, yeah, it's that's not good. That's annoying. I probably just have like a crumb in there or something. I oh. need to clean it out. Yeah, I got a I'm taking taking my phone to the, to the tech support and they just like dump a whole box of like Cheez-Its out of the phone case. Like, please yeah. clean this ever. <laughs> nice. I watched a movie today. In fact, very recently, a couple hours ago. So it is fresh, fresh on my mind, a rare phenomenon on this show. I watched the movie Good Time or Good Times. Hell I think yeah. it's Good Time. Have you seen good this time. one? Yeah. Robert Pattinson. He's yeah, got this is dyed bleach hair. It was a pretty good movie, I would say. I had a good I had a good time. I don't think any of the characters had a good time, I got to say. I love Let's this deal movie. with that, but it should be called You're going to have a good time watching this movie cuz yeah. that's what I had. My secret take is that this is maybe better it's maybe better than uncut gems oh yeah yeah it's those uh directors again and they were like yeah. acting in it too right well yeah benny is he is the he's the brother yeah yeah and wait who is the other guy i thought that was the other brother i thought the other guy at the robert end... pattinson no 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 the 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 guy that he accidentally breaks out who he thought was his brother no i don't think that's i don't think that's the other brother Oh, maybe okay. it is. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's a great movie. Yeah, it was good. Very stressful. Like, I think it's I I, I think that like it's more stre- I think it's more stressful than Uncut Gems. Keeps the tension higher. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like, I mean, yeah, they're, they're pretty good at that. I don't know. Probably certainly people must have said it better, but uh, my takeaway from this one is that probably similar to uncut gems. It's like, it's kind of stressful. I mean, I guess I didn't, I, I, I said that I didn't find uncut terms that gems that stressful, but like the, uh, the, action in it the pa- uh the i guess you whatever you want to call it the stress of it the anxiety of it it kind of comes from like the reality of what they're doing in like the little details i feel like rather than the normal like i don't know action movie or drama movie thing where you kind of are just almost just like constantly upping the ante on stuff like oh it starts out somebody's in jail and then and then they rob a bank and then they kill somebody and then now they kill the president of the united yeah. states yeah and it's hanging off straight it's like okay yeah but here like with these those two especially i felt like with uh with this one it's just like uh it comes from like seeing through these things that like you've probably seen in movies before but they kind of uh gloss over some of the little tricky spots it's like almost by being very uh very uh i don't know realistic about it or nitpicky about it getting into the types of things that like some very pedantic 15 year old would say well it would be impossible for them to get out of this situation and they just cut away from it and then they Mm. were out of it like they were doing another movie but they like I don't know. They like see it Force through. You through it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to see all the little, very difficult things that would have happened that, mm-hmm. I mean, that did happen that you have to deal with without yeah movie magic. Yeah. I mean, I think uncut gems is sort of like the same formula as good time, except just sort of like taken up a notch into like, I mean, it's, a, it's an awesome achievement where like it's, it's taken up like into a, a different world you know where um like good time i mean i think that's why i i think i uh like good time more or i think it might be a little bit better is just because like it's more relatable i guess in a certain way where like it's um i don't know just like these like nobody brothers or whatever trying to like get through like get through the night whatever and there's like no resources or anything on the side and you're just like i don't know you just threw through luck and cunning and balls you're getting through the night but um uh with uncut gems it's sort of like okay but we're we're getting like real actors we're getting like an actual like superstar kevin garnett to be in it and um i don't know it's sort of like like we're we're playing with a lot of a lot of of money just like sort of like sums of cash that are just like i don't know too big for me to imagine um or you know sort of like process so like it doesn't really I, I can't really anchor that to uh, yeah. to anything, but like I mean, it still does a really good job of it being extremely stressful because you you have because you don't really need to keep track of the amount of money. You just hear like, okay, I just know that Adam Sandler has enough now to solve his problems. Oh no, he's gambling it again, and um, yeah. you go th- you go through that again. I actually watched the first half of that the other um, the other day. Weird, weirdly enough, yeah. Um, if you like good time. And for those for the reasons that you just outlined, you should watch Victoria. Victoria. Okay. Yeah. In 2015. What's, it's, what's that? Um, it is. It's a movie shot in one take. It's actual one take. Mm. Um, 
and it is uh uh it's a it's a foreign language movie it's in takes place in berlin um but it is i mean i I don't really want to give it away or whatever but like a young spanish woman who has recently moved to berlin finds her flirtation with a local guy turned potentially deadly as their night out with his friends reveals a dangerous secret so yeah Mm. she like meets she like meets a guy they like start hanging out with the friends over the course of this night and then things just start going 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 and like it doesn't stop and it's all one day and it's it's amazing the a- all the actors in it are like better than any american actors <laughs> i don't know like it's crazy like this the i i, I don't know did this uh this laia costa woman who is the lead in this who plays the titular victoria like um I don't know why she's not in like everything now. Like she's so good in this and it's, it's, it's such an, it's a, a crazy feat that they all pulled this off, but yeah, it's very cool. Nice. Highly recommend Victoria. Nice. That seems very hard to do, to do, yeah. uh, coordinate all that stuff. One real shot. Yeah. And it's a take, and it goes all the way like ar- throughout Berlin and stuff and like they just it's it's absolute like flex too because like halfway through after they filmed for well over an hour there's like um like it's a really really like powerful moment like but the part of it is like there's a um a piano playing sequence um Mm. where uh victoria plays the piano and like you can't screw it up you have to be like really good at you have to like nail the piano playing and then like have this like really emotional part too. Cause like they don't, they don't cheat it. They don't, they don't cheat. So like they push in past her hands. Like they sort of like, they just like let it, it's, it's such a flex. I don't know. It's, 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 it works really well. Nice. Nice. That's cool. It reminds me of, uh, okay. I've got a new, I've got, I've had a new little hobby lately. I think, uh, was it last week or two weeks ago? I complained how my my YouTube recommend recommendations have just become snooker, and yeah. so I've set out I've set out to change that. You know, I've not been like a YouTube person, but I set out to change it just kind of because. And so I've I've become a little bit of a YouTube person over the last like week or so. I've been watching. I've actually watched quite a few videos this weekend. I even watched. Oh, I don't know if I've watched any today, but I watched a couple yesterday. And I've watched like a couple every night throughout the week. Be so funny and if you're now like, if you're this Jordan Peterson guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, no, I haven't started getting the alt right things yet. Though I feel like I probably will get those eventually because of what I've started to, to, to watch. Because I'm in, but I got into, uh, I got into gaming, YouTube. Not got into it as in like I'm super into it but i mean like i i found dipping your toes in through yeah i found through you know like the similar videos things on a couple of different things that i watched i ended up in gaming youtube but i don't think it's normal gaming youtube i ended up watching this uh uh like uh, quite a few videos by some like game historian guy uh i it's like but it's like game speed running history oh, that's cool and I was like, oh, this will be interesting five minute video or something oh, wait, like the no, first wait. one that I saw. I watched like a, tr- like a track mania. Do you watch the track mania one about the, like the shortcut or something? It's like a, it's Pro- like an, an essay about finding like a, this, the fastest A to B thing. Probably. 
Probably, yeah. There's like ones for, yeah, almost certainly that's the same thing. It doesn't sound like the same name, but this guy has like Mario Wii or whatever they Mm. call that. And then uh, there's like this like Mike, I watched this long one on this game I'd never heard of before called like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, these would be interesting five-minute videos. And I started watching them. And this dude makes like, they're like hour-long videos. And they're, I mean, I don't know, whatever. I'm not a documentarian, but like I would say that they're very well done and very well researched. To, yeah. to me, I guess I don't really know. You could tell me anything and I'm going to believe it about the video games, but they seem well, to be very Whatever, they make well it compelling researched. regardless, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very compelling. I don't like, I don't, I'm not a, not a gamer. I still will say I'm not a gamer, but I'm definitely not a speed runner. I've heard about that in the past. And to me, that always sounded like an incredibly dumb thing. And I don't know I that my opinion has. I think it's cool. I think compl- that's kind of completely inter- I think changed. It's super interesting. But I, to me, it always seemed dumb to play a game and just, I don't know, to be as fast as you can be. But also, that's probably because I played these games that when I was a kid that would take me like a month or more than a month to complete. I would just like never complete any of the games. And when I heard about speedrun, I was yeah. like, dang, this would. This would be very difficult. I guess it's like with the uh, Rubik's Cube thing. Like speedrunning Rubik's Cube sounds dumb to me because like I can't do a Rubik's Cube once. And yeah. then, but then like you see the times and they do it in like seven seconds. It's like, well, if I could get to seven seconds, I would I would speedrun a yeah. Rubik's I mean that's cube like kind of like times. why I don't like running. It's because I'm like really bad at running. Oh <laughs> and, yeah, like it well, hurts and yeah. stuff. And like, well, if I but I guess if I could if I could maybe win a gold medal at the Olympics, maybe I'd give this a shot. But mm, yeah, since well, I can't, I'm gonna complete. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably say running stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, yeah. I I thought that uh, they were very well done. They were very compelling and interesting to watch. And I even looked. I was looking for more. I was trying to yeah. find something that I maybe like knew about, but this dude doesn't seem to have anything. I mean, I the games that I've played are quite quite limited maybe you could do the the lord of the rings one that i played in college i could maybe follow along to that one a little bit more have a personal connection there because i played it for a full 15 minutes and and beat it i did beat the game it just only took me 15 minutes i have your play time like lo- logged on the playstation here I yeah can, I can 15, pull that 15 minutes i'd say pull that up until you confirm it should be <laughs> unofficially confirmed as 15 minutes of play time uh but i could connect to that one but yeah anyway it was very well done. I, yeah. I I would like to find more, uh, I don't know, history video, like uh, citizen history videos like that. That'd be, that'd be good. I, I just recalled, I think the name, the name of the YouTube channel is Summoning Salt. Hmm. Okay. So, okay I think, name. I think something happened in, I think there are, I think there are like directed, we've talked about the YouTube algorithm a couple episodes ago, but I think that there are like, curated pushes that are like not necessarily personalized i do think that there are sometimes um and i guess i don't know if it's like they intentionally try to surface a particular video or it just happens to click with the flavor of the the month of the of the Hmm. you know arcane intricacies of however that stuff works but um do you remember a few weeks ago there was like and I saw it like suddenly in my recommendation feed, there was this video that was like, this is what 
a liar looks like or something. Um, uh. and, uh, and it's like a secure, it's, it's like clearly like sort of like security camera footage is the thumbnail. And like, it's a, uh, a guy like chained to I've a chair. Seen this. Look, yeah. yeah. I've it, seen it, that. It I didn't like watch the video, but yeah. everybody's recommendations and stuff. Cause like people were even like tweeting about it. Like, um, I've talked to a few people that, that, that like this showed up in their recommendations and it has like, you know, there like dozens of millions of views now or something. And it's like an hour long and it's a criminal psychology mm-hmm. um, video. I ended up watching it because, because I saw everybody on Twitter talking about like, why is this suddenly in everybody's YouTube um, recommendations? Um, and it's like, I mean, it's, it, it's, uh, whatever. I now this is just like YouTube review, video reviews corner or something. But like, I don't know. It's a, it's like the the Parkland shooter. Like it's it's his like in, f- his first interview with a detective. Like and it's mm-hmm. somebody going through the um, going through the interview. But it's like a criminal psychologist like going through it. And so it's it's like very um, like he'll pause it and be like, oh, he's about to lie here, and like you could tell how cool cool the cop is about to be about something but it's like it like rides the line a little bit of like it's copaganda and it's i mean it's i mean it's criminal psychology whatever yeah obviously but like it rides the line of just like being like objective psycho like uh forensic psychologist enough um which i think is all like pretty fake regardless but uh but it rides the line just enough to be like the right flavor of ex- extremely fascinating mm. um but yeah, that that's something. So I wonder if like like that got into everybody's feeds, and then the, like the 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 speed running guy showed up in my mm-hmm. my recommendations as well. So. Yeah, I saw the speed running guy. He has like a million subscribers, which I don't know. I don't know if that's a lot. I mean, it seems like it would be a lot. I heard the stat that there are apparently twenty two thousand people in the United States with a million subscribers now on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, doesn't Instagram have, like, very inflated numbers as well compared to Twitter? Like, Shelly will show me something that oh, she's following Insta- on. Instagram Insta- bots are crazy. Yeah. I mean, she'll show me, like, pictures on Instagram, and I'll be like, who, like, who's this? Is this your friend or something? She'll be like, no, it's, like, a popular account, and I'll look at it, and it's, it'll be, like, 50 million followers. It's like, what? There's, like, there's like one person on Twitter with 50 million followers. <laughs> Um, like we, I mean, it is kind of, this is like the the 7,000th podcast to talk about like the changing nature of like celebrity and whatever, but it is interesting Mm -hmm. now that like, yeah, I mean, there's people with like, I don't know. I I can imagine that somebody does have, there are, there's plenty of people who have, um, 50 million or that on that scale of, um, influence that, you know, you and I have fully never heard of um and um who still operate within like the confines of you know american culture um let's say so like i think it's it's probably just some factor of like the way that the human brain works or what i don't know that like never mind (laughs) speaking of the human brain working mine just completely stopped (laughs) well okay i i've got another thing which okay i've got a i've got a recommendation in this nested into this story i've got a a follow-up for your for your dad on the recent chili talk oh yeah so we both have received our second order shipments of them by the way you have okay 
So I recommended to you uh, both, which I don't I don't think you did this, but you know, I wanted to get ahead of my my recommendation on this. You know, your your dad's looking for a little spicier thing than Laogan Ma. And I I think I messaged you this. I don't think I said it on the podcast, but I messaged you that, you know, my understanding, my advice uh is that like, okay, if you're gonna do like the Sichuan style chili oil, all the Sichuan stuff is gonna be more like of uh a mouth numbing, like Shelly, you know, told me like word would be like mala. You get like a, a a numb type of spice to it, rather than like a hot type of spice. So I thought, okay. Uh, so I think you know the thing there is you're probably not going to find something too spicy unless you put some chili powder in it or something like that or cayenne or whatever else you want. But you're probably not going to find something in the bottle too spicy. But I did some uh, I did some YouTubing, I watched a couple of reviews. I did some uh, digging around on on the food blogs, which of course I always. I've said this before. I read everybody's stories. I don't just want the recipe. I want to know what they did before they wrote the recipe. I want to read the thousand words before the recipe. And I read a bunch of those things. And people were saying, interesting alternative, possibly better than Lao Gan Ma. Thing in the U.S. is uh, called Fly by Jing. It's another crispy chili oil. Hmm. So I bought, and I messaged you this. I said Fly by Jing, possibly, but I haven't tried it. So I bought it right away. I ordered it online right away and so that I could, I could try it out. And I got it in the mail yesterday. And I've done, I've done two things with it. One that we've discussed before. And then you the rubbed it one, directly into your eyes. Yes. The second one is my new recommendation for your dad. And it's also tie into the, the YouTube celebrity thing. Uh, so the first thing I did was I went, I went to the store. I bought some vanilla ice cream. I tried out this vanilla ice cream thing. Oh, you and did? It was, it was okay. I, I didn't eat a ton of it. I didn't eat a ton of ice cream. Uh, it was a little later yesterday afternoon. But I, I did it. I did it. It's 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 fine. It's not like uh, it's not my favorite thing. Uh, and I'm probably not going to come back to it very often. But I could see myself getting into the mood sometime in the future to put it on there. And I also got to say this uh, fly by Jing thing. This is an aside, but I guess important here. It's definitely, it's definitely got more of a spice. It's actually mm. got a little of a hot kind of spice uh, to it as well than the Laogon Ma. So that's something to keep in mind. But I did it. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing crazy, but yeah, I mixed it up. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I would recommend trying it out when you get yours next time you have some vanilla ice cream around just yeah i was i was planning maybe a, maybe doing that on the patreon this week okay um, yeah and so if you folks you want to do live we're, we're we're in full youtube brain uh brain settings now but I'll do a live reaction uh, yeah. over on patreon.com slash dr skeleton so the second thing that i that took me back to youtube was when i got the i was i was out of the house with Shelly. We we're doing some things yesterday with the dog. And while we were out, I got the package delivery from my building. Said you got the package. And at the same time, I got the the email from Amazon that said, you know, your package was delivered as well. And in that one, it said, which I thought was stupid, but it ended up being quite useful. It said, your thing, your crap's been delivered. Check out the reviews or check out what other people are saying about it. 
So I, I did that. I don't know why I did that, but I did it. I guess I did it because I was thinking like, well, maybe I want to see like what other people are doing with it. Because uh, we've been talking about it. We, we, I've been talking about it with you. What, what else what else is out there that you could put it on other than the more obvious things? Uh, and I, it took me to the, the, the comments, the Amazon comments. And I kept seeing this thing in the comments. People are talking about, uh, oh, I bought this. I bought this to make popcorn. I bought this to, for the YouTube something, something, something. I was like, hmm. what the heck is this? This is what what is this thing? Everybody's talking about YouTube. Everybody's talking about this thing called Pepcorn. And then I finally figured out that they were talking about some video that was made on by a YouTube dude. Uh not like a cooking guy, but I gathered yeah, it was just a YouTube dude and he he at, came up with some it seemed like popcorn recipe based on the name with like Laogon Ma or some other type of uh like chili oil. And I was like, okay, well, that's dumb. I'm not going to do that. But then, then I did it anyway. I looked it up (laughs) and I watched the video and I was like, this actually seems like a pretty good idea. I don't remember the name of the person, but I saw that when I looked up Pepcorn, it came up right away. It's like some, I'm sure some other multi-million YouTube dude thing. But I will, I will tell you the recipe so that your dad doesn't have to uh, uh, embarrass himself like I did and watch a YouTube celebrities. Oh, you know, cooking. Uh, thing. Brian David Gilbert. That guy. Probably. Yep. He's he's um, I applied to a job that he got. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. In New York City. <laughs> oh, nice. He's, he's very like talented a... uh, and funny person. Yes. Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> I mean, I only watched this one, so okay, maybe I shouldn't be embarrassed about it. But I wasn't—I I was embarrassed to because I thought he was a whatever YouTube celebrity guy. But anyway, I will tell—you know—I had to watch some like ten-minute video or something. So I will just—I'll tell your dad the thing right now and other listeners because it's very easy to make. You're going to be making popcorn, and it's going to include laogon ma, and it was very well done by this dude. The recipe I thought very well done. He thought—he thought through the important parts of it. So he took. A pot. He did it with a wok. I did it with a wok too. That made that made sense for the things. But you could probably do it if you shuffle everything around quickly. You could probably do it in a I don't know a cast iron for all that. Whatever, whatever you want to do it in. Do it in a big pot. Do it with the uh, kernels. You know, I bought some heirloom kernels at Whole Foods, which is stupid. I should have bought just gone to like Target or something and bought like the Orville Redenbacher ones that get bigger. But whatever. Buy the the kernels. And then you just do the normal, you know, put the kernels in the pot, put some uh, canola oil in the pot. Maybe like, uh, I think he said this, and this is what I would do too. Uh, do like half a cup of kernels, half a teaspoon of canola oil in the pot. You do like half a teaspoon of salt. And another thing he did, I thought very, very smart, was, you know, grind up your salt so that it's extremely fine. Mm. Or, or or like do it with a uh not a grinder but mortar and pestle mortar and well yeah that that'd be a good way to do it i did it with the uh spinning immersion blender thing but with a different attachment on it whatever i can't think of a blender i did it with a blender uh get the really fine salt half half thing of that okay that's all basic popcorn stuff then what he did was he took he took like a couple tablespoons tablespoons of the 
Laogon Ma, or I did it with my flyby gin. And he squeezed out the oil That's into what the I wok. Was... Oh. Yeah. He squeezed out the oil oh. into the wok uh, so that he could mix it up. And I'll get to that. And then he kept the the crunchy the flakes the the flakes separate for after the cooking is done and he did it with like his hands and stuff i took a small you know i've got like you could probably do it with like cheese cloth but i figured it was easy enough to do with like a baking sieve so i did it with a baking sieve uh um and yeah put the oil in so you separate the oil from the hard stuff and then just mix everything up, which probably isn't that required, but mix everything up. And then you pop the, pop the popcorn like you would normally do on the stovetop, uh, which would be whatever. Do that however you want to do it. Pop it like you normally do. Then when you're done, you just take the, the crunchy chili flakes, throw it into the, the, the wok or the pot or whatever you have, and then shake it all up. So now you've got the oil cooked in to the popcorn and you've got the chili flakes that are in it as well, but they haven't been scorched or anything as part of the cooking sure, process. Sure. Very well done. Taste test. Very, very good. It's not going to replace popcorn for me all the time. I saw people that were like, oh, I only do popcorn. This is the only way I'm going to do popcorn from now. No, definitely not doing that. I like butter popcorn, cheese popcorn, whatever else. All that crap they have at the O'Hare Airport, that popcorn thing in Chicago, that stuff's good. This stuff was very good too, and it definitely has its its, its place. It was, it was like it had that spice to it, and it is still like a Sichuan flavor. But it's like it's bizarre. I've never had like Sichuan popcorn before, but like that's what it kind of ends up being. It was that's fusion very well food. done. Interesting fusion food, yeah, fusing. Sichuan, ancient Sichuan flavors with modern theater popcorn. I have modern a, food off of the movie theater floor. Kind of a, an embarrassing question here. I don't think I r- realized you can just make popcorn on the stove. I thought you had to microwave popcorn. What? Well, no, I'm just talking about, you know, you can buy the kernels that are in like a bottle or a bag or whatever, the unpopped kernels that aren't in like a microwave bag. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess so. I thought you had to have like a special device or something. And that's why uh, we, everyone yeah, uses the micro. It's it's probably better to do it that way, but no. But you, you can, can use like you can just use like a regular pot and like Yeah. Yeah. He said this off. he said this well in the video, which I don't think I had internalized. I think I like actually the other way around. I think I've internalized this, but I didn't really think about the mechanics of this in the in the past. He recommended, or he said that he was doing his thing with a wok. He was cooking it with a wok. Oh, that's right. And I, I ended up doing it with a wok too. And it made sense what he said in the in the video. And it makes sense why popcorn has worked out better when I've done devices more similar to a wok than to like a flat bottom pot pot in the 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 past, or like a cast iron pot or something in the past with a flat bottom to it. He pointed out that like if you have the curved bottom, when the popcorns pop. They kind of pop up and then roll down the sides. And as soon as it pops up, you know, kind of the idea is that unpopped kernels fill into its place. But if you're doing like a, I think that would compare to like if you do the flat bottom and the popcorn pops, 
the other stuff is just going to stay where it is and that popcorn is going to just fall down and it's going to end up being like in the place that it was or whatever yeah. and it'll scorch that's how you get it scorched but in the walk kind of less likely to scorch it because it's gonna you everything got physics working for you funneling com- down into yeah down to the bottom the heat the heat zone you've got a built-in what do you call this like the sort of like the you you drop like a ball through a pegboard type thing you know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah but plinko. that's like a bunch of kernels plinko, plinko. you got a bunch of yeah. plinkos going on yeah he did one thing. Uh, he, he put like tin foil and stuff on the top and poked holes in the tin foil. I was like, no, that's not right. I don't need to do that. That's a mess. That's a mess. I don't need to have so you just any leave the, the top waste. open? No, I didn't leave the top open. That would that would be a much bigger mess. <laughs> if you left the top open, you will have uh you have popcorn everywhere and you will also have oil everywhere. Uh, right, you, you should doing? definitely put a top on. I just put the walk lid on. Which I guess maybe oh. some walks don't come with a yeah, lid. Yeah, I don't have a lid on lid for my walk. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess do the tinfoil. I'll do the tinfoil. But I have yeah. a big, big domed lid Iron Shelly has dome. for, for hours. Yeah. And so yeah. that worked quite well. And then it's nice. less of a mess afterwards. Nice. Well, that was, a, that was an adventure. That went, that went places. That's a good... So try the popcorn. Try the... the po- I'll, I, I've been hesitating to say it because I don't want to say YouTube meme stuff, but I guess try this pepcorn or whatever. It was good. Just... It was good. I'm not going to call it that, though. Ever again. <laughs> yeah, well, fair play to this guy who took my job. Just kidding. That's cool. This sounds good. I might try this. I might need to go get myself some real ass kernels then. Yeah. I swear to God, I thought it was just like you could only make this in the in the microwave. But now this is all coming together. No. Did okay. I have my air popper when we lived together in college? Because at one point I had an oh, air popper. Oh, we may have done that once. Yeah. Yeah. That's another another method that's the other thought i mean i think that to me that was the only other way like i think one time i've been around someone doing like a a a jiffy pop on the stove and i thought it was like well that's just like some shit that like i don't know it's like it's like pre-packaged and everything where like i don't i don't know how that works i can't like like, i can't reverse engineer yeah i can't reverse engineer this yeah also my five don't ask me about this um can't answer any questions sorry uh but I, d- I guess I don't I don't think I've ever seen like just a, a cauldron of kernels. Oh Damn, yeah, I want to get a cauldron. That's a walk. Well, no, a cauldron is like, like a, a big witch, ass witch thing. Big ass pot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm thinking about cauldrons. See over on the cauldron tube found over on Patreon.com/slash Doctor Skeleton, where I will be trying out this uh, pepper stuff on ice cream. Thanks for thanks for four years. Catch you in the fifth.